0: By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen The Slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca terpene profile who created it what is the lineage how much thc what's in a name this is know your buds a close-up look at cultivars you should try or try again joining dean is our educator chris ionson
1: always love when I can bring in my good friend, Chris Ionson, regional manager with Plant Life Cannabis. Check it out, plantlifecannabis.com. Click and collect, order ahead, find out exactly what you're looking for and keep everybody safe during these uh, times uh, that we are still dealing with uh, COVID-19. All right, Chris, how are things today? And uh, what's uh, fun and exciting for you in the plant life world? uh
2: yeah dean i'm doing great today buddy thanks for having me uh you know things in the plant life world are are going amazing here uh yeah all the stores are are doing great Um, you know we're still uh we've got the uh, albany store opening up here in the coming weeks and uh yeah things are uh going awesome at plant life dean thanks for Mm, asking
1: no problem it was fun to come visit uh, the other day at uh uh, south uh, common and uh, be able to drop off us the oz magazine so it was uh Great to see you out in the field. Uh, you know, I, I kind of miss coming to visit you at a store. It was uh, so much fun when we when you were at uh, Jasper Ave. So it was it was a lot of fun to come down there. And I know um, big things are happening in the next little while uh, with uh, plant life cannabis, and uh, we've got something very cool and uh, you know, I would say pretty big uh, on the uh, agenda today for Know Your Buds on episode. 85 we are doing bow valley og uh, which is a pretty strong sativa about eighty-twenty on that scale and this is by ogen and uh, another private company very cool that we're talking about this again so tell us a little bit about ogen
2: yeah yeah dean so ogen's a privately held cannabis company uh, based out of calgary alberta uh, their head office and grove facility are right in the heart of calgary about 15 minutes out of downtown Um, They are run by President Darren Briesbois, and he was actually Ogin's third employee, uh, and now they have over 90 employees working there. Um, They first got their cultivation license in 2018, and we first saw their product uh, to the Alberta market in July of 2020.
1: That's really cool that uh, he was such an early employee, and he gets an opportunity to watch the company grow. I think that's probably um uh, something that uh, you you would take a lot of pride in. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, the facility. Uh, what is that like?
2: Yeah, Dean, so the facility it's it's uh, approximately 30,000 square feet. Uh they've got 16 different flowering rooms uh ranging in size from 950 square feet to about 1500 and that's the max that those, that those rooms will get to. Uh, so they're keeping their batches small, which is great. Uh, each, each room has an environmentally controlled, uh, environment that's specific to what's being grown in that room, uh, which we also like to see. Uh, and then in that facility, they have a dedicated trim room, uh, that has a 16 person team working full-time in there, uh, trimming these magnificent buds. Uh, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, for those who trim for us, you know, we salute you. Uh, thank you to that, that full-time, uh, crew at in there trimming our buds guys. Uh, we see uh
1: yeah. No and
2: uh, yeah, for sure. And also, Dino, worth mentioning too, um, Ogen has a very excellent employee benefits program. Uh, where they've got health and dental and vision care. Uh, they've got paid sick days. They've got a health and wellness spending account. Uh, on top of the fact that you're growing cannabis, so uh, it's really nice that you know you get to do a really cool job, and then they they take care of their people as well. So uh, super cool place to work.
1: I love hearing stories like that, uh, you know, especially, you know, this discussion uh, about minimum wage and, you know, I love hearing uh, a cannabis company that really takes care of their employees because, you know, the consumer, obviously you're they're looking at that, but without the people that get the job done, the consumer is going to suffer. So I really, really like that. Now, that's a great sounding facility. What is their growing process and what are they growing? Yeah, Dean. So, uh,
2: how, how OGEN grows, uh, all their plants start off in a deep, uh, deep water culture system. Uh, and then it's eventually transplanted into a rock wool, uh, hydroponic system. Um, there's really, really awesome video on their website kind of showing the facility and just how things are. It's, uh, just super well done. A lot of really nice shots gotcha on the plants and the staff. They're working. Um, what they're growing, Dean, is, um, they uh, they first released the Sativa Lemons Uh and it was fire. Everyone, it was very popular, very uplifting Sativa. Uh, gas berries and early Glue followed, and uh, and Bull Valley is one of their limited time drops. So uh, get it while you can. Uh, we're not going to see it t- forever here, so it's it's limited, guys. Um, and this this Bull Valley OG is is there's a lot of hype around it, uh, and it's, it's worth talking about because. Uh, we've got a six point two seven percent terpene percentage uh, in in there, so uh, very very terpy terpy bud there. You're smoking, buddy. Oh man, you know what?
1: Bow Valley in a bag—that
2: is awesome.
1: <laughs>
2: totally, buddy. Uh, And with that, that 6.27, I mean, that that for me, that's the largest terpene percentage uh, that I've I've come across or heard about on the rec market to date. Uh, And and the fact that they're hitting 18% THC is is amazing too. Kind of getting the best of both worlds there. And and with that that high terpene percentage, like that's what serious smokers look for. Uh, It's not all about THC guys. Um, terps, Terps play such an important role in the entourage effect and uh, like me personally and a lot of smokers that heavy smokers that i talk to uh, i'd rather have a lower THC higher chirping percentage uh all day um i, I just want to see uh Ogen put out uh, an indica uh with a chirping percentage this high that would be a little bit more of my jam uh dino but uh yeah they're uh, uh killing it and in, in my opinion i'm am I'm a big fan of the Ogen brand um they're doing things right um small batch grown it's hang dried it's hand trimmed uh it's premium premium calf craft cannabis uh grown right here in alberta so um really big fans of the guys there and they got a big year coming up with a bunch of new cultivars uh and new drops new limited drops coming this year so uh we're gonna we're gonna keep our eye on ogen for sure dino
1: yeah no doubt ogencannabis.com is the website unfortunately it uh didn't uh didn't want to behave with this uh, system that we use. So some websites work, some don't. Uh, Obviously the plant life as you saw earlier does work, but uh, it is a very cool website. I kind of mentioned to you earlier, it's kind of understated in the fact that it's not, you know, really bright, flashy colors and, and you know, things popping off, but it's really, um, really beautiful looking. The colors that they use, the images that they're using and the information first and, and foremost, it looks good, great. But you know, like a, a Ferrari with no engine is, there's, there's no point, right? You gotta have some meat in the in the website and they do, they have some transparency, they show some things. Uh, I think that's what this industry really has to be is very transparent and, and providing as much information as possible. So that's what I think when I see their website, what were some of the highlights for you?
2: Uh, I fully agree with you, Dean. They were great on the information on the website. Um all, all the photos they used are are really nice looking buds as well. Um, that video, like I mentioned was top shelf. Um, and I'm a big fan too of, they have this little parts on the website where it's like, did you know, and you can click on that and there's, uh, you know, some extra information just, you know, added in there too. I think, uh, the more, the better if I'm, uh, if I'm, you know, at work and I want to learn about the company, like, give me, give me what you got there. So, um, big fan of the OGIN website for sure mm-hmm. with all the information they provide.
1: www.ogencannabis.com. So let's talk a little bit about the history. This is, um, you know, it's just a classic OG with a bit of a controversial lineage.
2: Yeah, it's de- definitely, Dean. It's uh, got some controversy to it for sure. Um, you know, some people say that, that OG Kush is is a mix of chem dog and a Hindu Kush. Uh, others say that it's a, a chem dog and a lemon Thai and, uh, and a Pakistani Kush. Um, and then there's the story this kind of one that I, uh, I go with. Uh, and it's, it's uh, you know, in the early 1990s, uh, Matt Bubba Berger uh, and Josh D, uh, they're the ones who kind of brought uh, OG Kush to fruition and, and to market. Uh, and the origins trace back to uh, Florida in the early 1990s where uh, Matt Bubba Berger was doing his thing. He was uh, in the prohibition era indoor cultivation scene. Uh, he had already created Bubba and uh, he had a very cult, very popular cultivar in his stable uh, known as Super Knot uh it was also known as krippy or Kushberries. it had it had a few different names there and uh it's friends called it Kushberries, uh not due to the fact that uh you know it was uh, you know kush from the from the hindu kush mountains uh it was just due to the fact that uh the the buds were round and they looked like little berries um so he received these genetics from uh from local grower alex alec anderson and krippy was super popular in florida and uh, it kind of remained a Florida secret until Bubba um, smuggled uh, some crippy across across the states. And he uh, brought it over to L.A. where he moved into a place with Josh D. And uh, so he put two two legendary growers in the same household together. Uh, they're going to work together and, you know, kind of share best practices. And uh, and between the two of them there, they really kind of fine-tuned the OG, OG Kush uh, and, like, re-released it. Uh, to the world, you know, and, and as OG Kush, uh, and they changed the name from Crippy there, and it became really super popular in, in the California area, uh, really popular in the hip-hop community, Be Real of Cypress Hill, uh, was at the forefront of promoting the OG goodness there, uh, and it's uh, kind of became a classic uh, cultivar after that, uh, so legendary OG story there.
1: Yeah, that, just the, again, you know what I like is uh, great backstories, and, and that one has a, a little bit of everything, including, um, you know, the the hits from the bong song, right? Uh, somebody order a pizza Cy- or Cypress Hill, we're looking in your direction from, uh, you know, the classic <laughs> Simpsons episode. So there's a little bit of everything in there. That's what uh, the cannabis, um, you know, backstories and the that legacy market is all about. These are the people uh, that are responsible for the great strains and cultivars rather, well, one in the strange are, for the cultivars that we are able to celebrate and talk about today. So I love paying uh, homage to them and uh, obviously uh, we would not be able to have something this beautiful without them. And, and then when we talk about this being so beautiful, what I'm meaning is You know, we'll get to the smell and the taste, but it's THC percentage of 18.4, but you mentioned it earlier, 6.27% terpenes. And that brings in the entourage effect, as you mentioned. So can you just explain for some new listeners and viewers just exactly what that entourage effect and how important a 6.2% terpene percentage would be in this particular batch that we have?
2: All right, so the, the entourage effect in cannabis is the combination of THC, CBD, and terpenes. And those three things all combined together are going to work out to give you the complete effect of consuming your cannabis there. Uh, with the 6.27% terpenes, uh, that is super, super high. Um, some of the cannabis that we see in the market, maybe on the a lower end uh, producers, are, you know, they're looking at a, a 0.5 to a, you know, 0.7% total Terps Um, 6.27 is is quite a bit larger there so uh, yeah this one's definitely a a some terpy bud for sure
1: yeah it's it's kind of like the difference between scoring 50 and 50 and scoring 50 and 39 as Wayne Gretzky did it's just top shelf when it comes to terpene percentage and you know, people think terpenes sometimes are only about the smell, but it also, when you when you throw into the entourage effect, certain terpenes have, uh, you know, different impacts. We all experience cannabis differently. So it is so important. I love how you talk about it's not just about THC. And that's something that, you know, you and I and many others have been trying to drive home for a long time here during legalization.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's. Big big thing for me. Um, that's just one of the big things in cannabis where people come in. I need the highest THC I got. It, mm. It's and, and it's it's not all about that. I could give you the highest THC I got, but I mean, if we could talk and I could figure out what you're what you're looking to do, what you're, um, you know, there there could be you know uh, some some lower THCs that are gonna be a better choice for sure.
1: Yeah. Hopefully that uh, those people that are coming in are being converted more and more, and they as they do a little bit more research in that, and it's you know it's up to everybody. Uh, to, you know, use the cannabis for whatever it is they want to use it. Uh, but if they do want more information, it's certainly out there. Uh, speaking of information, what do you got on what's in a name? Uh, let's, you know, what does Ogin mean? So Ogin, uh, that that
2: comes from our generation. Uh, and so that's that's kind of how they, they wanted to start things. This is our generation. It's our time. Uh, this this cannabis industry, it's ours. Uh, so Ogin starts there, our generation. Uh, the Bow Valley OG. Uh, that's kind of a throwback to uh, the OG Kush uh, that it is, but it's also where it's grown in Calgary in the in the Bow Bo Valley region there. So uh, just kind of a nod to uh, where it's produced and, and what it is there.
1: All right. And, and people, uh, people sometimes uh, get OG mistaken for a few things, don't they?
2: Yeah, they sure do, Dean. Uh, some people say original gangster, uh, ocean grown. Uh, it's actually, it stands for original uh, and that's that's you know according to josh d and 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 matt Bubba are the guys who coined the term there so uh everyone's kind of got their their own take on it but it, to me it's it's the you know you're an og you're the original you're the um you know a classic uh that's that's the og in my mind yeah for sure
1: beautiful we're looking at uh, what this bud looks like and uh, specifically uh this is uh unique packaging and a unique caner a container isn't it
2: it is Dean. It's uh it's called the Kalix container uh, and uh I, Ogen was the first uh, first brand to start using these uh super sleek container, very easy to to get into, uh very much resealable, reusable. I, I keep my Ogen packages um that, there isn't a humidity pack that comes with them that's maybe the the one thing that I'd like to see with uh with the Ogen packaging uh, just keep the bud a little bit fresher in there but uh otherwise and uh, with the packaging too they've got uh different sticker colors for the different cultivars they've got too
1: oh cool yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah i i agree uh this uh, the, you know the batch I got, uh, and there's a bit of a close-up look at it. It could have used a humidity pack. It was uh, it was just packaged in January, but it was a, a little bit dry. So, uh, but the bonus is, uh, you know, that's that's the 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 one negative I have is that it's a little bit dry. There is no lip, and that is very important for us because you want to get all the goodies that are still in there, and it makes it really easy without a lip to just kind of brush them out, doesn't it?
2: yeah absolutely Dean that's i I wish that was like an industry standard remove the <laughs> lip um yeah hashtag
1: remove on, the lip
2: <laughs> yeah totally uh like on on my rolling tray I have a little brush and you know when I've come down to the very last little uh, bits of my container uh, I like to scrape and get out all my trichomes and pistols whatever kind of uh stuff has kind of clung to the the sides of my container bring it out put it in your, your joint, uh, smoke it, destroy it with fire. Um, so just nice to see no lip for
1: sure. Yeah, indeed. So there we're going to going look at it. Uh, what do you see? Uh, I, I see some, uh, beautiful, beautiful colors that, uh, that are standing out and then we'll get into some tight shots, uh, as well. Yeah. Dino, So
2: if, if for me, the, the stuff that I got it light, light green buds, a lot of Brown pistols to it, uh, really excellent trim job. And then, caked in, in trichomes uh just looked really nice um the stuff that i got so yeah oof, that is cakey
1: yeah like look at it and we're gonna zoom in on this uh, a little bit here as well and you just see spinal like it is deadly uh and and uh the trim job as well uh kudos to them on the uh the trim job so beautiful looking cannabis and uh we're gonna get to the smells in a second but what about the terpenes? Tell us a little bit about the terpene profile with uh, this particular cultivar.
2: Yeah, so the, the dominant terpene uh, is limonene in the Bow Valley, uh, and that's uh, kind of a citrus fruity uh, terpene there. Uh, Osamine is in there as well, and that's uh, earthy and, and fruity, so kind of a double fruit there. Uh, and then we've got caryophyllene as the third uh, dominant terpene there, and that's a uh, black pepper, kind of a spice um so those are the, the three main ones and then yeah just like look like we mentioned a gigantic uh tested batch here at 6.7 percent so it's uh like the limonene was over over one percent which is super rare to see
1: oh that is so awesome and and w- especially when you think about you know how great those uh terpenes make everything smell and there's so many of them it's awesome so speaking of smell I uh I gave Nosy McGee. There she is right there in the field uh doing some reporting for us uh, earlier today out at Parkland Flower. A rare uh spot uh photo of Nosy McGee in the field. It's like seeing a wolverine or something like that. It just you don't see it very often. So <laughs> this was obviously part of our tour today, but I'll tell you right off the bat, this was so strong. Like just slapped us right in the nose and she went earth I went sweet. Uh, what do you got when you first take a whiff of uh, what we're doing uh, today, uh, this beautiful uh, o, uh, Bow Valley OG?
2: Yeah, Dino. So for me, I got uh, like earthy uh, initially right off the hop, uh, but then it kind of uh, uh, settled into like a, si- a sweet citrus gas, uh, especially after the grind for sure. Um, and it's it's got a nose on it. When you, when you just crack the jar open, um it's it's noticeable compared to other rec market bud that we've seen. So um super nice uh nose to the uh O Valley.
1: Yeah. To to quote uh my buddy's kid one day after uh, I had just burned one in their backyard. It was the smelliest smell uh, he'd ever smelled, as he said. And, and this one was so strong. It's one of the strongest, uh, certainly, that, that I've experienced. So I, I felt like saying to him, wait about 10 years, and you might really like that smell, but I, but I didn't. And, and I, I really like your point about the after the grind. I think that's really important. That's where I really got some uh, gassiness as well. What about the taste test? What do you taste when you have Bow Valley OG?
2: Uh, so it's it's initially it's got that uh, that earthy on the intake and then on the exhale I found it to be sweet citrusy and, and the gas kind of came out for me. Um, I was smoking it in, in pre rolled form there. I, I like my doobies, and uh, and it was totally a smooth smoke, uh, pretty much like right down to the filter, which I I really like to have in my in my cannabis.
1: Excellent. I got uh, the definitely the citrus and gassiness in the taste. And, um, you know, that, uh, that 6.2% terpene, uh, man, it's uh, it's just the, the, the smell, the taste, the enjoyment of it and everything. I can't wait for the... Uh the entourage effect uh, to pop in. By the way, I exploded a bag the other day with my uh, Supernova. Like, I was sitting here uh, doing something, and I could hear it, uh, like, creeping in, and then, pff, went so be careful, people. It can happen, uh, definitely. So, yeah, that's the taste. Uh, what was your experience like with this? So, my experience with it, it
2: was a very, very clear-headed high. Uh, it was kind of like an uber focus uh to it uh really kind of turned me into like a, a productive peat i i just got going on uh cleaning the kitchen uh clean both my bathrooms uh i just felt this kind of energy uh it was super nice it wasn't too too much in the head though too dean which i mean that's important for me with sativas uh where i can kind of sometimes um, sativas will just be a little bit too buzzy and i get uncomfortable i didn't get that from the bow valley og which is super great uh i mean they, they call it a power sativa for a reason uh it is definitely that it's uh gets your kind of kicks your butt into gear uh and i also found it to be a long lasting high with a real uh, gentle and, and gradual come down like the burnout was pretty nice on it too
1: did you feel um like it was uh almost like did, were you you know you were productive pete but were you in a social setting where you're talking a lot, is this kind of like an espresso in a joint almost? Uh, I love the term "power sativa." That's so cool. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I guess yeah. You could you could maybe call it that. Um, I think if I, I mean, I was at home alone uh, for the most part consuming consuming, consuming this you stuff. You were talking
1: so. to yourself then.
2: <laughs> yeah, not, not not overly, but I, I mean, I can definitely see it as as being a social one for sure, though. Uh, maybe I didn't get get the chance to experience it, but, uh, I think with the, with the whole power sativa thing, uh, you know, you bring this to a party, I think it'll get the conversation going pretty good.
1: Yeah, when we can party, this will be a definite one on the list. Speaking of that, we like to do the three W's, and we recognize that everybody does react differently to cannabis. So this is definitely not a uh, 100% black and white, this is what it is. But these are things that you know you and I think of when we think of this cultivar. Who, what, and when is it good for?
2: Yeah, Dean, so who it's good for, experienced smokers, uh, level two and up. I think, uh, yeah, anyone kind of new to cannabis, don't jump into this. Uh, There's a lot going on in the head that you're going to want to avoid for your first time with cannabis. So uh, make sure you're kind of uh, very comfortable and familiar with with cannabis before getting into it. Uh, What it's good for, getting in the zone uh, with some euphoric fun. So uh, getting dialed in, getting that focus on, uh, but also kind of having a really nice, uplifted, happy time with it. Um, When it's good for Dino, it's daytime use for sure. Uh, it's an amazing wake and bake. Really nice to start your day for sure. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, though, uh, before bedtime as you know, you're know you going to lay in bed and kind of stare at the ceiling and it um, wouldn't be the best scenario for right before bed. Uh, but those
1: are the three W's, Michael. Awesome. Good stuff. Good recommendation as well for when not, it's good for as well because, uh, you know, most of us that have experience with cannabis have, uh, you know, Had that uh, power sativa or strong sativa a little bit too late, I call them bingo balls when you've got all those thoughts that you can't shut off and things like that. So good recommendation for when not... Uh, to consume this as well. So, that is Bow Valley OG from OGEN. Limited time, as Chris mentioned. So, make sure you're getting out and uh, finding that at your uh, local Plant Life Cannabis store. And something that uh, I kind of uh, alluded to earlier in the conversation with Nosy McGee, but you and I have both now experienced, you know, we were both lucky enough to go and visit Atlas uh, uh, for natural history on their recreational brand. And that was a wonderful tour and a wonderful time. Today I got to start to do something you've been able to do, and that's visit Parkland Flower. Uh, Trish and Ozy McGee and my wife um, and and me rather uh, <laughs> got to visit it. Uh, and there's a just a bit of a shot uh, that we had. And man, what a great facility! And uh, you know, they're they're a smaller facility that is producing a ton of seeds, and will grow slowly like they should be. But you know, it was just great. I thought. It was just, uh, like Alice, ultra clean, and they make use of every square inch in that facility, don't they?
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's a super cool facility. Uh, I mean, they've got those uh, those Delta 9 40-foot C containers there uh, <laughs> that are, you know, those kind of stackable grow pods. Uh, super cool to see there. Uh, for me, uh, my recent tour, I, I went uh, last week on a tour with uh, with Dylan, uh, my, my, uh, my district manager there, Dylan. Uh, we got to check out the facility and uh, I, I'd never really seen seed plants in action. Uh, so that was super cool to see uh, these big kind of um, buds filled with seeds, um, you know, and uh, yeah, just, Seeing a plethora of plants like that just makes me happy. Puts me in a good place.
1: Yeah, it was truly a lot of fun uh, to be out there and um, be able to, uh, you know, see the great work that they're doing. And Dustin, uh, their main grow guy, uh, you know, we were able to talk a little sports as well and and have a lot of fun. So I I, I totally applaud what they're doing. I can't wait till we can get Farmgate. You know, you can go to a, a facility, get a tour and actually buy something and then, They recommend, yeah, the next time you get this, go to the your local plant life store and uh, pick up your seeds or whatever it might be, right? So there's that synergy there that uh, we can have with uh, visiting, seeing what it's like, realizing that this is growing a plant or a crop like any other farmer or horticulturalist would do, and take back the curtain and some of the mystery on the stigma of cannabis when you see what it looks like. It's not at all what reefer madness told us these things would be. So it's it's a good idea. Hopefully those uh, tours are allowed soon. And um, it was a lot of fun today. I can't wait to uh, to get back and experience more.
2: Yeah, right. You know, it uh, me too, buddy. I want to see all the f- facilities that I can. It's it's great to just see, you know, rows and rows of cannabis plants thriving in their environments.
1: Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to have to get to a few more facilities uh, as we go here on Know Your Buds. Chris, as always, thanks for joining me this week. Uh, have a great weekend. And you never know, I might just pop up in uh, one of the stores that you're going to be at in the next little while. So keep your eye out. <laughs>
2: right on, buddy. I look forward to it, man. Thanks so much for having me, Dean.
0: out and follow us on social media at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at the Cannabis 101 podcast on Instagram, and at the canna 101 podcast on Facebook. You can email us at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com.